0: You're listening to The Journey Podcast. Curious about what people in the park waving their arms around are doing? In today's episode, we meet Carrie Shoemaker to find out how Qigong can help with physical and emotional well-being. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently, so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. I'm looking forward to introducing Carrie Shoemaker to you. If you live in a city or near the ocean, you may have come across a group of usually elderly people practicing what looks like waving their hands through the air in a local park or on the beach. Today, we lift the mystery of what these people are doing. In this episode of the Journey Podcast, we connect with Carrie Shoemaker, a Qigong and Tai Chi teacher currently living in Thailand. Carrie Shoemaker teaches Qigong and Tai Chi in Phuket, Thailand, and online. She learned Qigong from the Peng Shu lineage, and everything she knows about working with energy from powerful healer and energy worker Sifu Ludovic. The Qigong and Tai Chi practices Carrie teaches focus on balancing energies for emotional, physical, and mental well-being. She guides you to cultivate your own energy. And tap into the life force in the surrounding natural world to heal any emotional imbalances and create your personal toolkit to empower yourself. Let's meet Carrie Shoemaker. Hi Carrie, it's so great to have you on the podcast. I've been so excited for this interview because Qigong is a whole new thing for me and I'm very curious to find out more. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to to be a guest.
0: (laughs) Perfect. So let's get started and can you share a little bit about yourself and how you got into Qigong and Tai Chi? Yes, it's
1: a a it's a long story, so I'll try to keep it short. But um, I, I've i been on kind of a journey for the past, I would say, four years, uh, maybe five since my daughter was born. It started where I was really looking for tools to balance myself. Because as any parent will know, kids are wonderful teachers, but they are also You know, they bring out sometimes the worst in us without wanting to, of course, but they can trigger us because they are quite often a reflection of how we act. And so when my daughter was born five years ago, I just realized, geez, I really have to start working on myself. I need to find a way to deal with my anxieties that I had. You know, also just the fear of losing my children was a real fear that I had or Just a lot of things just suddenly popped up through the birth of my daughter that weren't as clear before. And I just felt like I need to find a tool to balance myself. And so I went on a journey, actually, that brought me to Thailand. So it was quite a a big journey that I took because I couldn't find it back home. I just couldn't find the peace of mind I was looking for. And we sold everything. We moved to Thailand. We were traveling around. And I went from meditation to breath work to all kinds of things and ended up in Phuket where I met a Qigong master and just clicked immediately was like wow this is this is it this is what I've been looking for
0: wow that is fantastic and so obviously you're in Thailand now and you're practicing Qigong and there might be some listeners that are not familiar with what that is can you explain a bit about what Qigong is and and what that looks like or what you do so they can get an idea
1: sure Most people think that Qigong is, well, that's what I used to think, that it's something very boring and it's just a bunch of old people standing in the park (laughs) waving their arms. (laughs) Mm. Um, But what it really means, Qigong means the skill of working with energy. So Qi means energy and Gong comes from the Chinese word Kung. I'm probably pronouncing it not very nicely, but Qigong means the skill of working with energy. So Kung is the skill of working with and then Qi is energy. And so what my teacher taught me was really how to start feeling energy, because you can really feel it, you can feel the life force around us, it's, you know, we are energetic being, and there's an abundance of energy around us, and you can really tap into that. And then you can basically start balancing your own energy. Because when we are unbalanced, it's normally a sign of our energy being unbalanced. So whether that's, mentally, physically, emotionally, when we have an imbalance there, it's because the energy in our body is just not flowing the right way. And so Qigong teaches you how to balance yourself. If you have too much, you know, energy in one place of the body, that might lead to you being very fiery, very angry. And you can balance that by um, doing certain exercises that just start spreading that energy out and rotating it in the body. And so when we do those moves, they just make this, they have this balancing effect and you can amplify it by actually tapping into the energy first and kind of starting to feel that. So that's really what Qigong is about. And then Tai Chi is a form of Qigong where it's a martial art that is used for healing. So basically we wouldn't use it for fighting, but the movements are just, um, I would say, there's there's more quick movements than in, in Qigong, but it's also moving the energy. It's basically the same thing, just the movements are, but they're used for healing, not for, for martial art, like for fighting purposes.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds amazing. And especially because I had the same idea that in Qigong, it's a bunch of Older <laughs> in a park, you know, waving their hands around. So I had that exact same picture in my head. So, that is really interesting to know that you can balance yourself through that and you can use that on your healing journey. Now, if you can use Tai Chi for healing as well, can you use Qigong for self healing also?
1: Yes, absolutely. I would say it's beneficial to learn Qigong first because well basically qigong really teaches you to become familiar with energy and how to feel the energy in your body and feel when something is off and then once you have that familiarity with energy you can start doing all the fun tai chi moves that would be the right order to do it i would say but it doesn't have to be because really it's it's not that clearly defined it's not such a big separation as to what qigong is and what tai chi is i wouldn't say that i'm i agree with a lot of the ways people teach is actually without giving you that feeling of energy and without moving the energy or really, really deepening your knowledge on energy. And I think that's the most important part. So it doesn't really make a difference whether you learn, whether you call it Tai Chi or you call it Qigong, but to focus first on the energy and then you can do with it whatever you want. You can move it or move yourself in ways you that work for you, that balance you. And you kind of find out what works the best for you. So some people will be really happy with qigong and then you know like sitting on a chair even and doing the moves like that and then other people might be more comfortable with doing faster movement it's very personal but the most important thing is that you that you do focus on the energy part and you don't just ignore that because there are people that just learn the choreographies and don't focus on the energy part but it's such an important part because that's actually the point of it is to balance your energies
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at that point, they'd be missing out on that whole entire part if they are not working with the energy. So that makes sense. Exactly. You mentioned that you met your teacher when you moved to Thailand. Mm -hmm. So what difference has learning Qigong made in your own personal life? You talked a little bit about your daughter, and needing to find something for your own life. So how has Qigong fit into that? And what kind of difference has it made?
1: Well, the truth is, I'm not the same person anymore (laughs) than I was before I came across Qigong. So I've become much more balanced, much more patient. I, when I have moments where I feel like I can't keep myself calm, I know what exercises to do to get back to that point of equanimity, to get back to the point of stillness, to calm myself and having those tools handy in a moment that is very stressful because no matter what, not just with kids, also other things in life can be sometimes very stressful and having just the tools to use in that moment, no matter where you are, you don't have to go somewhere to do it. You don't, you're not dependent on a teacher, you know, initially, yes, to teach you the basics, but really after the first session with me, I give my students something that they can use balance themselves to find that equanimity when they have stress so you you don't actually have to keep coming back you can also just take a lot from the first from the one lesson you know and i think that's the real wonderful thing about it is that you you can use it no matter what your situation is no matter where you are you don't have to have anything like a mat you don't need anything you just need yourself and you know even when i have absolute craziness going on around me I can just tune into one of the exercises that work for me and just balance myself and be like, wow, okay, now I'm grounded again. I can, I can deal with
0: this. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like a wonderful way to also help with any kind of issues that you might be experiencing around maybe anxiety or stress, because it sounds like you can address that very well with Qigong and you can calm yourself, you can learn ways to balance yourself. So would you say that that would also be a great tool to have for people who are struggling with anxiety and stress, high stress levels? I
1: think that's the reason why I found it. It's because I you know, I think Qigong can give you whatever you need specific to what, you know, something that you're working on or that is difficult for you. But for me, I grew up being very fearful, very anxious, very, my nerves are, were never quite strong and I've been able to strengthen them. I've been able to let go of fear And it's just made me very brave in comparison to what I was before. And it's also made it much, much easier for me to just look at things for what they are, to take my emotions out of it and to see that really the biggest part of my anxiety came from giving my emotions and my thoughts so much weight. And when I took that out of it and I just looked at it as energy and I can move that energy and I can balance that energy, it was just so simple and it was... It was, um, yeah, for me, it was definitely the healing tool for my anxiety and my fear, which I really now don't struggle with anymore, but was a huge deal for me my whole life. So I had a lot to work through there. So that's definitely a big, big aspect that you can use it for. And then there's also, of course, you know, other people have other issues. And that's the wonderful thing about Qigong. It's so broad and there's so many exercises and so many things to do that there's something in there for everyone.
0: Wow, I love that. Now I'm going to have to try it. <laughs> I'll Qigong class as well.
1: <laughs> Highly recommend.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It sounds like something we could all use, especially if we have stress in our lives, which I don't know anybody who doesn't. So this sounds like something that everybody could use in their lives. Now you have moved from being the student to becoming the teacher yourself and teaching Qigong and Tai Chi to others. And what's your motivation behind that? What do you love about teaching Qigong and Tai Chi to others and your students?
1: Well, it's from the beginning when I started my own journey of self-healing, because obviously the anxiety that I had and the fear that I had came from somewhere. It wasn't just, you know, quite often there's things that are deeply rooted, whether it's from our past or, you know, past experiences or, trauma or whatever you experience in the past, that's what often leads you to who you are. And it doesn't have to define who you are, though, if you don't let it. So for me, it's always been this motivation, even before I found Qigong, that one day, I would like to share, like, I would find the tools to heal myself, and then share them with others. And I Mm -hmm. didn't want to quit before I really found something that works. So I was actually coaching people before, and I was always sharing with them whatever I just learned, whatever worked for me, I would share with the people I was coaching. And I also did meditations, and I always shared whatever new thing that worked for me. And that way I always kind of was, you know, I was always sharing in my Facebook groups, and then I had a YouTube channel, and I was always sharing what I was learning. But I never quite felt like the the click like that's it like that's the thing and then when I found qigong it was like okay now I've got the full package and now I can really start now that I've really feel like I really feel like I healed myself now I can start working on others you know like now I've got my cup full you know how you have to like fill your mm-hmm. cup first and then you can you can help others um, I really felt like I'm at that point now and so for me the motivation is I remember how I used to feel, and I remember that it was quite miserable, and I want people to have an easier way to not be miserable anymore, and it doesn't take them as many years as it took me, because I searched far and wide to find different tools. It honestly wasn't just the Qigong. There's a few other things that are added there, and I'm actually going to be doing retreats for people where all these elements will be present that led to me finding my own healing. And so that's my motivation is just making this healing class, whether it's Tai Chi, Qigong or anything else I offer, where people just have easy access, easier access than I had to becoming more peaceful, more balanced, and just having those things to take home to their everyday life and not not being dependent on coming back to my retreats or coming back to my class, but really getting tools to take home with them.
0: Wow, I love that. Yes. And really empowering people to take charge of their own healing journey, and learn things that they can apply themselves whenever they need to. I find that so powerful. And I think that's a really great way to go is to enable people to do that. And when people come and take classes with you, uh, what does that look like? Like, how long are the classes usually? Or how many do you take? Do you do this weekly? or, Or do some people just take one class? Like, how does that usually work?
1: So at the moment, my classes are always 60 minutes unless I'm doing a one day retreat where I would have a couple sessions throughout the day, maybe added with some other activities. But on a regular week, I have classes every Tuesday, Saturday morning for 60 minutes where people can just pop in. So I always welcome new people. And it's also fine to just take part in one class because I can always adapt the class so that there's something there for every level. So whether there's advanced or beginners, I can always adapt it in a way because you can always make the exercises a little bit harder depending on, for example, how low you would go in your legs or you know you can challenge yourself or you can do them in a very simple way. And then I also teach at various retreats, detox centers here in, in Phuket. So there's a lot of detox wellness retreats where people come for healing. And then they can have a Qigong class. My class would basically be on the menu. And those are closed classes. So only the guests of the specific resort can attend those classes. But my, my personal Tuesday and Saturday classes are open to everyone.
0: Sounds fantastic. And for listeners that might not be in Thailand, do you offer any online options to work with you on the Qigong or Tai Chi?
1: Yes. So I have a website, which is celestialalchemy.org. And on that website, you will find the possibility to do either 60 minutes, just an introduction, just to get to know what I do. And I teach that online. So I do have online students. And then I also have a six weeks program where you can just book six sessions and then you get a bit of a price reduction And also, I have some videos up there, some free videos from my YouTube channel that you can watch to get a little bit of an idea. And so, yes, I do teach. I have students already internationally that I teach online, which would also be normally once a week that we would meet, but it's adaptable. Of course, you can also meet every other week or, you know, depending on how much guidance you want, because it could also be that you do one session and then you'd like to practice whatever I taught you for the next four weeks and then meet again. So. That's very individual and customizable, basically.
0: Mm -hmm. And then, of
1: course, the international people can come and uh, take part in a retreat because those retreats are, um, there's one coming in October. So from the 8th to the 14th of October, we'll have a retreat at a beautiful resort. And we'll have not just Qigong and Tai Chi, we'll have a personal trainer who will do exercises that are, because for me, that's also been one of my healing things has been physical activity so he'll do he'll he's a great coach and he'll do some exercises that again are uh, you know adaptable for any level and then we'll have someone who's going to come and talk about food habits and um, looking into what the best kind of way to eat is and then we'll have something about sleep and just a full rounded program very wholesome about all covering all areas of life that might need a little bit of tweaking or fine tuning to make life a little bit more easy for people. So that's going to be a retreat that all the information will also be on my website and um, is open internationally. So that's another option. And there's one other coming at the end of the year or beginning of next year. That date isn't set yet, but stay tuned.
0: (laughs) Yes. And what's not to love about a retreat in Thailand? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's already so amazing. You get to have a little vacation and come for a retreat, take care of yourself, practice some self-care, some self-love. I'm thinking that's a no-brainer to come to your retreat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just want it to be a really fun, relaxed experience. It's going to be, you know, now this one that we're having will be 8 to 12 people. So it's not going to be a huge group. It's just going to be a great size for, you know, to also do fun trips together to the beach and maybe go a little bit of sightseeing, but then really also taking the time to go And just solve some of those issues that bother us back home. And then really having a plan to move forward so that it's not just a great week and then you go back home and everything's the same as before, but you really have a plan of action when you come back home. This is how I can move forward. This is how I can take all of that great energy I got from the retreat and put it into my real life, basically, and, you know, everyday life.
0: Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And again, we're talking about so much empowerment. Because not only with your live classes and your online classes, but also over a longer time and for the retreat that you are learning tools that you can then take home and you can use them whenever you need them and really empower yourself to become this advocate of your own healing journey. And I think that is such an important thing. So I really find that very, very great that you're allowing people to do that in their Qigong journey with you. I love that so you said there's a retreat coming up in october and also one at the end of the year we also have online classes and if you are in thailand there are in-person classes and then we will be linking to all of carrie's offerings in the show notes as well so you can find all the information on how to contact her for classes or how to take part in the retreat which i really hope many many people will do because it sounds lovely
1: (laughs) (laughs) really looking forward. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think you're very lucky to be living in Thailand. It sounds like paradise.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been, you know, it, doing something like this is uh, like moving your family. You know, we had a five month old at the time that we moved to Thailand. It's not an easy, uh, it wasn't always easy but it's been the best decision we've ever made because it just, it's led me actually to where I am now with the Qigong and Tai Chi. So it hasn't been so much the geographical change that changed me because I moved to Thailand and I thought that would solve my issues, my anxiety and my stress, you know, move to a tropical island and then you'll be fine. But the thing is, <laughs> those those deep rooted things that we have inside of us, we take them with us no matter where we go, you know, and, and coming to Thailand was first exciting and then I realized wow this really didn't solve my problem it's not a geographical thing I have to go much much deeper than that because a lot of people do flee the way I did in a way their country and and hope that that's going to be the the solution and then they come there and they realize wow no actually that's not the solution but the thing is that sometimes breaking away from your old you know for me it was like that getting out of my old place and and away from all the people that know me and that already know who I am exactly gave me the freedom to find myself you know having that space where I'm just in a completely new place completely new people nobody knows me and I could redefine myself and find out who I really am so that's really what it was about for me not so much changing not so much because it was Thailand you know what I mean
0: Mm-hmm. Although
1: I although Thailand is a very great choice, of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a very good lesson, even for anybody listening who is experiencing issues, is that maybe the thought of just leaving it all behind, going somewhere else, but you're going to take those issues with you. So there's also that thought of having to look inward and address that first before you can, like you said, fill your cup and actually mm-hmm. become more whole. So that's a, that's a good thing to keep in the back of your mind as you're traveling through these healing journeys. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. This has been an incredible episode. And I really hope our listeners have enjoyed diving into Qigong and learning about your retreats. It has been fantastic chatting with you on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed chatting with you today. Thanks.
0: Yes, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Carrie, and take care.
1: You too. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media, and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage, and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Journey blog.